This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, July 31st, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. Is the speech of a corporate CEO grounds for punishing the company with delayed or denied permits they otherwise would have gotten? Cato Institute senior fellow Tom Palmer says no. He argues that the politicians threatening Chick-fil-A should retract what they've said and apologize for threatening the company. Mr. Dan Cathy, who's a CEO of Chick-fil-A, which is a, a chicken fast food restaurant, uh, very popular in, around the country, had uh, uttered a statement that he did not support gay marriage, that he supported what he considered to be a biblical definition of marriage. So he expressed his opinion on a very controversial issue. The consequence was not merely that he was criticized, that's what happens in a free society, but he was actually threatened with the loss of the rights of his company and his shareholders by mayors and aldermen in two major cities who said, you will not be allowed to open restaurants here as a punishment for having uttered an opinion that uh, we find reprehensible. Now, that seems to be a pretty clear issue of the First Amendment, but just from the perspective of how businesses are allowed to function, it's extremely arbitrary. Oh, absolutely. And the the notion that somehow they're not restricting his speech, they're just respect, restricting his business, that's like saying, we're not restricting your speech. We're just fining you a million dollars every time you say something we don't like. That's not a restriction on speech. You can, you can keep speaking until you don't have any money left in your bank account. Well, that's obviously illegal. Those are punishments, punishments that are issued for having uttered opinions. And you have the right to utter your opinion without being punished by uh, agents of government. The threats that were issued by the uh, mayors of Chicago and Boston and by one particularly uh, uh, outspoken and thuggish uh, alderman in Chicago are obviously against the law. They have no business uttering those threats. And I would make a very important distinction. Uttering an opinion is one thing. So if they said, I disagree, he's wrong, his views are reprehensible, they're not supportable, that's an opinion. It's not mere speech when you threaten someone. And these were threats. And I think that there should be serious consequences for political decision makers who issue threats against people for uh, be on the basis of the opinions that they have uh, have uttered. It's not surprising that people within government, people who are effectively charged with approving or denying permits, uh, might actually slow the process down or speed the process up based upon uh, characteristics of groups or people that are trying to start their businesses. Uh, but to then go public and say, well, here's how this works. It, it just seems like it's it's yet another galling step here. Well, perhaps so, but even to do it in private is illegal. If it turns out that a, a donor to the mayor's campaign gets a green light and people who supported the mayor's opponent did not, that is also corruption, just pure and simple corruption. So yes, we're not surprised that that happens. What we're shocked about is when it's made so open and and defended as a matter-of-fact position. But whether it's secret or public, it is a violation of the law for people to behave in that manner. I mean, here we had the, the mayor of Boston uh, saying, if they need license, licenses in the city, it will be very difficult unless they open up their policies. Well, I don't know how to interpret that other than as a threat. Uh, the... Um, 
uh, mayor later backtracked when people pointed out that this was grotesquely illegal and said, I can't do that. That would be interference to his rights to go there. But then he added, oh, I make mistakes all the time. That's a Meninoism. Well, quite frankly, I don't think I, he should be let off the hook that easily. Going out and threatening people with the loss of their rights, uh, you can't just say, oh, it's a Meninoism. I, get, I can get away with it. He should really be put in the doghouse on this. And I think this should, be, should have very serious consequences for his political career. It's thuggery, pure and simple. And that's also true in Chicago. Leaving the issue of permitting aside and uh, being arbitrary in the granting of permits, uh, some people argue that, well, look, this is a corporation which is not Dan Cathy. It is the Chick-fil-A corporation. And denying them permits or slowing things down, this is not a punishment for speech because corporations do not have speech rights in the United States. Well, first off, I would dispute the fundamental premise of that. Uh, individuals can speak in a variety of forms, including corporate form, associations, clubs, groups, political parties. Those are all corporations. And they are also protected by the First Amendment. It's, it's quite uh, clear in this regard. The defenders have pointed out, well, a corporation couldn't make a fraudulent statement. Well, yes, that's true. Fraud is fraud, whether it's made uh, a fraudulent claim is made by an individual or by a corporation. This is an expression of their values. And the correct response, if you don't like those values, is to respond with additional speech or with your dollars. Go to another restaurant, to boycott them. Uh, that's how a free society works. But to say, ah, Mr. Cathy personally could say what he's going to say, but we're going to attack the corporation he works for and deny their rights and the rights of all the shareholders is clearly a punishment for the expression of a position, uh, of, of an opinion. And similarly, the corporation has the right. It's a corporate body made up of the shareholders to be able to donate their money to groups that support policy X or oppose policy X. This really is neutral to the question of what the content of his statements was, whether he's pro-gay marriage or anti-gay marriage. Just imagine the horror uh, in uh, uh, certain parts of the media if the mayor of Boston were to say, Apple Computer isn't welcome here. They're not going to open another Apple store in, in Boston because Apple has policies that are friendly to gay employees and recognizes spousal benefits. This would be simply unacceptable. And I am gratified that rather belatedly and after some urging, most of the uh, uh, mainstream media, New York Times and Boston Globe, came out unequivocally uh, on the side of freedom of speech. I think they would have been out of the gates a little bit faster had it been Apple Computer rather than Chick-fil-A. But after considering it, uh, the vast bulk of them did the right thing and said, yes, the First Amendment uh, cannot be twisted and bent in, uh, in this particular case. Tom Palmer is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.